Phil, that was uh, Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith. Uh, you know, I've heard about him for years, and uh, all good stuff. People go to Agape Church in Los Angeles. Uh, they, a lot of them say it was the best church uh, experience they've ever had in their life, or religious gathering experience they've ever had. And uh, I uh, was very impressed with him. He's um, extremely articulate, uh, talks about his internal experience, and and uh, how that moved on to become uh, uh, his life's work. Yes, um, I I remember the first time I went to Agape, um, sometime in the nineties. Just you know, being in LA, you hear about things, and I I was ne- I've obviously never been a Sunday morning church guy. And uh, and they said no, this is different. And and it's like I said in the interview, the guy actually said, "Michael's the James Brown of spirituality." Uh, what, what 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 was the service like? What goes on there? Well, you know, and of course I've been since, um, and many times. And um, it's well, for one thing, as I said on the interview, it's got the most diverse congregation you'll ever see in your life and it's um it's really an alive high energy uh gathering and one of the salient features and i think it's part of what draws people to it every week is um the music that's Mm -hmm. they have extraordinary music there they have a great house band a great um, sp- uh, music director, uh, Ricky Byers, back with, um, and um, an incredible uh, pool of talent. You know, this is L.A., and you know, so there's professional quality uh, soloists right. and people in the choir and guest performers and musicians, and it's just extraordinary music right. and. And Michael himself is just uh, an incredible public speaker. You know, he's one of those people who, you know, something moves through him in that compact little body and just comes out, um, I'm sure, mostly extemporaneously in a very inspiring and very uh, uplifting and uh, insightful way. One of the things that impresses me, and you, you mentioned this, uh, you know, uh, his church, you've been there, he said it's incredibly eclectic. You have people of all races, of all backgrounds uh, there in the church. And you also said, and I've never heard it said before, but it matches my experience, and that is that uh, churches are probably the most segregated places in America. And it's true, you go to any church uh, and you look around any place of worship in America, pretty much everybody looks the same, you know, uh, <laughs> it, it, and... Uh, right. You, no church was set up to, I, most churches weren't set up to be that way. They were, they were meant to be places for all peoples. Uh, certainly in Christianity, that's the case. And, and yet that they have not achieved that, if anything, just the opposite. Uh, what, why do you think he, he's able to draw such an eclectic group? Well, you know, he, we asked him that, and he said on the air, he's just always been that kind of guy. He was mm-hmm. in L.A. Uh, his home was uh, center of civil rights activity and it drew uh, uh, diverse groups of people uh, meeting there. Um, And I guess, you know, when when his spirituality um, 
record. What was that? I, I didn't hear anything. Oh my god! What was it? Um, We're gonna have to start again. I don't know. It's, it sounded no. It's okay. We can just keep going. Just a loud noise. Um, Did anybody in the audience please let us know? <laughs> I heard nothing. It could be me. Uh, and so um, he um, he recognizes the unity of all things. This is what you know is characteristic. This is not a denominational sectarian church. It's it's you know people have called it a church, but he he said he stopped using the word church and called it a community, and it's it's draws on the deepest insights of all the mystical traditions. Uh, you know, Michael was learning from some of the gurus of the seventies in those days. Uh, the person who created science of mind or religious science back in the twenties or thirties. Uh, was Ernest Holmes, and I write about him in American mm -hmm. Veda. He he was drawing from the works of Sri Aurobindo and the Bhagavad Gita, and and part of this new thought movement. So it, it, it by its very nature, the spirituality he embraced is one that recognizes the unity in uh, at, and at the same time celebrates diversity. So he drew people who were drawn to him, and that spiritual uh, orientation and as we know that that includes everybody people yeah, you know walk I was interested when he very interested in, in, in when he mentioned that uh, he stopped using the word church and he yeah. talked I think about community and, and uh, traditionalists uh, were very upset with him and that's not yeah. unlike that happens everywhere they no longer call libraries libraries they call them information centers because they're really oh. not what everybody used to think of as a library and a lot of old school librarians hate that. We're not an information center, we're a library, but they're calling them information <laughs> centers now. So maybe churches, maybe synagogues, maybe, uh, you know, all religious gathering places will, uh, you know, t take a different feature, a different, uh, um, a different uh, approach and uh, not be so much like church. You go there once a week. In synagogue, you go there once a week, but rather communities that are more interactive and more uh, uh, something more than just uh, an occasional gathering place. I don't know. I mean, may, that may never happen. And, and uh, uh, but uh, certainly, I think people, many people, would prefer something like that. Yeah, and there's, I'm sure that's true, and that's that's what happens. And and there are places all over now that are like that. Um, they just uh, have a, a universal spiritual message and orientation and universal practices and they're uh, they're not sectarian but i guess there's always going to be a place for people who have a narrower spirituality and want to you know sort of specialize and and stick to their own little or, or you know a corner of the of the spiritual spectrum and so it'll you know they're always both but what's great is that there are places now for people who would rather be more inclusive in their approach now in his service do they do a meditation do they do yeah specific, and what what would that well it's more like a, it's do? more like a well so they usually have a guided meditation of some kind uh, with somebody leading it um, and it's it's mostly go, just going into the silence. It's not a. Um, I, I'm sure in their uh, practitioner trainings and all that they have specific forms, 
but in in the service, it's it's just a more sort of generalized uh, becoming silent, gradually silent, and sitting in the silence. And, and do they do they have satellite service centers or communities uh, with other? That's uh, a good like question. Running it, or or is it really? I don't. Hmm, I don't think so. I think it's it's a standalone. Um, it used to be, you know, there's a whole. Uh, the religious science or science of mind had associations and different church, you know, churches belong to it. But I think Michael uh, sort of had a, a declaration of independence from any larger uh, organization uh, at some point. But I, but although he is involved, I know with other, you know, many organizations, but not not a, a sort of churchy one. And and I would think that much of the religious community in Los Angeles has been receptive to him. Probably not all of it, but, but uh, yeah, many probably so. so. Well, he's very well known and very popular. And uh, I can't imagine, I'm sure there are people, look, anybody who uh, breaks from the norms and does something innovative, does something progressive is going to have critics. Especially if they're successful. Especially if they're successful. There you go. Well, and, I, I, you know, like I'm working on this biography of Yogananda now. And he, when Michael on, in our interview said he was crucified for not using the word church, I, I laugh because he, Yogananda used the word being crucified many times uh, <laughs> by, you know, people who were, you know, attacking him for various things. Right. So, and I'm sure not so, only in the United States. But in India, for going to you know, uh, when you're when, when as as you become successful at something, as you begin to gather a following, there's always people that are going to be envious and criticize you. Sometimes the criticisms are legitimate; many times they're not. Well, I enjoyed him very much. I am looking forward to attending the Agape Church. Uh, uh, when you come, and next time you're in LA, we'll go. We'll go. Until next time. Lots more good interviews coming up, and uh, please uh, write in. Uh, go to spiritmatterstalk.com and uh, uh, let us know what you think and if there's anybody you'd like us to interview, and uh, we'll go from there. And Phil, we've yes. got over, uh, as you know, we have over 100 interviews posted, so uh, we are yes, celebrating. Yes, we do. Our, I think Michael will be like 103 or something. Right. It's 108 is an auspicious number. Yeah, we'll right. We'll have, to, we'll have to. <laughs> we'll, we'll auction we'll that one a, off. <laughs> auction off 108. Right. Okay. All right. Till next All right. time. Bye. Bye.